Taking like a VIP Banded About podcast series. Today I'm going to be chatting with somebody that I would be quite surprised if nearly everybody here in Adelaide, especially, hadn't actually seen or heard this person play. Um, I'm going to be joined by the very wonderful Nick Romano. Welcome, Nick. Look, I'm glad that you were able to manage to slot me into your busy lifestyle. <laughs> Anything for you, darling. Anything. Oh, thank no, you. That's great. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. I think it'll be lots of fun. <laughs> okay, well, let's get started then. Tell us where you were born. Were you born here in Adelaide or? Yeah, I'm an Adelaide, uh, I'm an Adelaide boy. My parents were uh, both Italian, uh, with the name Romano. <laughs> so, oh, go um, figure. <laughs> yeah, so they, they moved here in, um, well, so they met here in Adelaide. Uh, Dad moved over when, in 68, if I remember right, uh, and Mum, 69, uh, she moved over from Italy. <clears throat> and they met... Um, at a party, and uh, and they got they got married in seventy in nineteen seventy, and I was born in nineteen seventy two. So should I say that? <laughs> oh, you can say you can yeah. say that. You're welcome to say whatever you like. <laughs> it's your interview. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I was born and raised in Adelaide. I, yeah, so um, I probably tell your parents, tell your immigrants. Wonderful. Uh, and I've got a brother who came in 1974, so he's I've got a younger brother. Yeah. Uh, it was just my parents and me and my brother uh, grew up in Adelaide, Adelaide boys. Fabulous. So where did you go to school? Um, I started at uh, St. Morris Primary School, mm. uh, which is uh, it was just a local uh, uh, public school uh, around the corner from where we grew up. So was it um, the influence of the school that you went to that um, got you starting to play drums in the first place?
leap, isn't it? Karoma factory because my grandmother worked there, well, there you go. for many years and I remember being given one of those plastic stools one year as a gift. <laughs> yeah, you joined the, you joined the two parts together. Yeah, and yeah. And the lid came off and you could store things in it and stuff That's like right. that. That's right. See, I had a white one. If she worked in the factory. <laughs> Good Italian mum. Oh, yeah. They don't throw away anything, do they? <laughs> no, never. Never. No, I, I believe I parted with my Coroma stool when my mother um, moved house. She ditched a lot of my things, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think I'd like to have that back now. <laughs> What was your first drum kit? Yeah, and then I just kept on going from 
there, but uh, I, I do regret that one. Yeah. I've still got pictures of it, you know, I still reminisce about that little drum kit that I had there. It was fantastic. Yeah. Apart, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that your cousin taught you some drum beats. So you have other family members who play instruments, do you? Yes. Uh, my mum's brother's son uh, used to be a singer in, um, in a local band here. Mm. Um, uh, this is years ago when we were kids, you know, and they were doing it for, for a profession. Um, it, it was their bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, the band was called uh, Leighton Debris and something else before. It was just sort of like a, you know, like we're doing our cover band and they were playing originals as well. Uh, but they were, they were playing everywhere. They were going all over Australia playing and um, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he had a drum kit in his bedroom and we were at their place this one, one afternoon and he taught me how to play a, a swing beat, how to do a swing on the on the ride, snare and the kick. And, uh, and that was my first beat and yeah, and I, I got the bug. I got the bug. You got the bug, and it's. I got the bug. <laughs> it has it's stayed 20. with you. <laughs> That's right. Not number twenty-three. Who were your main teachers then? Was that just in in school, or did you study elsewhere? Well, teaching drums. Uh, Being taught. Drums. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When I was at Ross Trevor, I was doing piano recording while I was still there. Mm. Uh, and then what happened, I I was playing drums in the uh, music uh, electives that, that I was doing. Mm. And so from there, they put me into the, they put me into this uh, section of, of the music, the, the junior band, it was called, the junior band. Right. Because they had the senior band. when you left school? When I left school, I was working for my uncle. He was, um, he had a demolition yard, a second-hand yard, so I was there for a year. Uh, and then I got an apprenticeship uh, as a plumber. Oh, and, wonderful. And I've been a plumber ever since, you know. Like, You've been plumbing ever since. <laughs> and I've been plumbing ever since. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. a, that's a, um, a job that's not going to, you know, run out of work, is it? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 
to survive and, and eat and such because you know the the music thing was uh, before this COVID thing really kicked in. You know the music thing was doing really well for me, so I wasn't doing much plumbing at all. Mm. Uh, uh, so you know, and I really wanted to concentrate on the music thing. So uh, that was that was like a really burning ambition for me. Uh, you know, just try and get my the, the drumming craft. Uh, where I, look, as a musician, you're never happy to uh, you're never happy where you're at. Correct. But, uh, yep. <laughs> um, but you always want to explore. You always want to get better and better. And it was a really burning ambition of mine that I really wanted to study uh, the drumming, the drumming art. So, and I really made a conscious effort. I made a promise to myself. Mm. Uh, I made a, made a promise to uh, uh, to my passed away parents that I was going to give it a, a red hot go so um, and I did start doing that and then the bloody COVID thing hit and then it's like oh, okay is it a sign you know you start asking these questions you know but but during this COVID thing I've been busy as well like I've been recording with um, with different acts and uh, well with Dino Jag yes uh, I've been doing a bit of recording with him uh, as we speak I was there the other night actually I did a 12 hour stint in the Yep, great. Looking forward to hearing that, yeah. Yeah, that'll be coming out soon. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'll guarantee that it's going to be awesome. Uh, It's got a great feel. It's, uh, and it's, if you heard the the, the other song, actually, I think you have, Di. I believe I've heard it because I'm in it too, yes. Absolutely, and what a clever way of using social media to help to get your song reached by a wider audience. Well done, yeah, Dino, I say. Well done. Yeah, Bravo. Yeah, well done. You know, I've got to give it to that guy, man. He's, he's got this, this burning ambition, yeah, and he, he's relentless. He doesn't stop. He has, he has, yeah. and he's thinking outside the square, which is good to see. Mm. It is, isn't it? Mm. Fantastic. And you, know, and you know what, like, working with Dino for so many years, you know, Certain people that you meet, um, yes. you know, are there yes. because they're there to motivate you and keep you going, which is, yes. you know, fabulous. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, and he's a great guy as well. Lovely. Really he nice is a lovely guy. person. Yeah. But so are you. Yeah. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good match. <laughs> yeah, so it's going well. So I'm really looking forward to this new song. I think, uh, it's, yeah, I think it's really going to be good. Yeah. Really good. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. Just bear okay. with me, okay? okay. We're heading no, that way. No, <laughs> I'm no, just no. going to take you back a little bit first, okay? What was the first band that you joined? First band? Uh, it, it was a school band. Mm-hmm. It was a school band. Uh, and we called ourselves <laughs> Running Wolf. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, or two songs actually. I 
But I remember one, we did the song Footloose. Yeah. Everybody cut loose. Footloose. <laughs> but as a, a big band version. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. It was really good. And uh, I remember playing that song. But on, on the chart, on the music chart, uh, I had no roles. Like there was no, well, there's a couple of little roles, right? But there's, in one particular part of the song, the drum kit that I was playing on, right, had the Gene Simmons toms. It was going right around, right? Mm-hmm. I said, stop this. I'm doing this wrong. I was Sounds awesome. Did anybody get any footage of that? Well, you're driving the engine, baby. <laughs> start gigging time isn't it (laughs) but it's a great band it's a very popular um show so no wonder you keep going
think we're all maturing as, as musicians. Yes. Um, and, we, and we know what we want to hear, that sort of buzz. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think it was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers came here, I think it was in 1990, 91. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we did the after show concert at the, what was it, Cartoon, the, yeah, Cartoons, the venue. Oh, yeah, the yeah, venue, yeah. The Probably have to be one of your most memorable gig stories, then. Oh yeah, you know, just meeting Chad Smith and mm. Eric Marshall, and then I, I just said to myself, if they rock up, I'm going to get Chad Smith to sign my drum kit and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And then he rocks up on stage. I was just starstruck. You know, he was just like, <laughs> you couldn't say anything. <laughs> to say for sure I think they probably, um, by the time they caught up with the other guys again, they would have been kicking themselves for not going. Yeah, exactly. Well, they got the, the next best thing anyway. They had us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, great story, yeah. yeah. Is there a band, um, that, like locally, that um, you wish you'd played for or one that you said no to that you've later regretted turning down? a lot of maturity really to get to the stage where you become that dedicated Um, and you know some people you know don't get there for quite some time they need to be secure in other areas of their lives first before they can really concentrate on it
what's the word I'm looking for here? You know, I wish people gave us more of a chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because, you know, even in our younger years, we were all writing originals, we were doing things, and uh, like, give us a go, you know what I mean? It was just like, but no, they just wanted to stay with their uh, trusted friends and bands and band yeah. friends, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it was, yeah, it was just really hard, really hard. It, it is hard when you first start, I believe, and I mean, thankfully now we do have a lot more venues who are um, supporting original music and having original bands play. You know, not just worrying about ones that are going to get people, you know, more people in the door. Because I mean, we've all got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Mm. Exactly right. Mm. You know, even doing like, just doing even doing cover bands and stuff that I, you know, I'm playing a few cover bands as well. Mm. I, you know, I enjoy that as well. You know, in the sense of, okay, you've got the, the song that you, you're trying to learn. Mm. If you do it exactly the way they play it, to me, you're not being yourself. That's right. So you've got to make it your own. You've got to make it your own. So, you know, going back to Funky Monks sort mm-hmm, of thing, mm-hmm. like we, we pay tribute to their music. We love their music. So... We keep their genre of the music, but we do it our way. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like um, uh, Luke is doing the the flea thing exactly what Flea's doing. He's got his own little twist on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rick doing his uh, Fujani riffs on on guitar exactly the same. Right? He does mm-hmm. his little twists and turns as well. But but the song is still the song. You mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you grow you grow doing that. You you experiment and then you then you grow as a musician and then after when you start writing your own or for myself when I start writing my own licks you know to original music you know it's it's all growing up it's all growing up it is it um, is it's yeah. all part of that tell me um how do you pre- prepare yourself mentally before a show well I like a little bit of uh, I like to a bit of quietness to be honest with you uh, don't I yep. I like a little bit of quietness during the day uh, before I go there at night and then I just want to be in a good frame of mind. Um, I get, and still to this day, and I'll be 100% honest with you, I don't know what it is, but the, I think the butterflies are getting bigger. <laughs> the, nervous, the nervousness of it mm-hmm. all. Um, but, you know, you, then you get on stage and, and, you, and you just do what you got to do. You know, after the first... After the first song, you know, you're in, you're in, and you just go for it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think perhaps the butterflies get a bit bigger because you've been doing it so long and you've made it your own to the point where, you know, you've got the added pressure of your own expectations. Well, yeah, well, that's true. That's a good way of putting it, actually. Mm, mm. Yeah, because, you know, we strive, to, we strive to do our best. Mm, we strive mm. to do our best, you know, and... We are our own worst enemies in saying that. You know, we uh, we're never bloody happy. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but but uh, I don't think anybody in any form of the arts really is ever a hundred percent satisfied with the uh, work that they put out there. You know, it just there's always yeah. that. You know, oh maybe if I, you know, oh, I should have done. You know, you've always got that going on. But yeah. I, you know, that's also a good thing because you've got to you know, analyse things and see where, you know, you can make improvements and what have you. Yes, yes, mm. yes. And, uh, you know, 
you know one of the best feelings like you know we're talking about the butterflies before going on and, and all that sort of stuff right mm. but when you're when you're on stage and you've done your thing and you played the last song and then you've done your encore and you've done all that right and you walk off stage and you're talking with the boys and you think man that was bloody awesome man what a killer night we had a kiss Nothing like it, is there? <laughs> no, you jump, you jump in the air like Toyota. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. Yeah. What a feeling! Yep. What a feeling! I mean, people think you're crazy for getting up and doing that and putting all this pressure on yourself and what have you, but they're crazy because they don't know how good that feeling is. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's with no substance abuse either. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, it's a natural yeah. endorphin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Unreal. Mm. But you know, preparing. You know, before I go on stage, you know, I'll, I'll get a pair of sticks in my hand. And and um, and do that, you know, just try and loosen up my wrists and do a few little stretches and all that sort of stuff. Mm. You know, with playing drums as well, it's, it's, it's a uh, an athletic sort of sport. You know, you've got both legs, arms moving. So I do a little bit of stretching because mm. you can get hurt. Yes, you can. Uh, yeah. So I, I I do that more often now than that I've ever done before. Yeah, well, you're getting older now. <laughs> it's okay, I'm older than you. good because not everybody does that and you know and then they they wonder why they're hurt (laughs) you know it's very athletic playing drums especially so yeah you've got to get yourself prepared yeah There's no reason why you can't keep playing. Ringo's still playing as well, you know. Like exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've filled in with um, bands as well when people have hit a tight spot and they've needed somebody to help out, haven't you? Yes. No, okay. Not so what not happens not when you're filling in with a band? You know, you, you don't normally play their sets. What happens when somebody calls out a tune that you don't really know that well? Um, how do you how do you drive the bus? I'm a walking encyclopedia of lyrics. <laughs> Call out a title and I'll sing it. <laughs> I might not get all the lyrics right, but I know the song. <laughs> so, uh, so it's more like that. It's like you know the song. You know you might not get every sort of break and every roll exactly the same. That's but, right. But you, as you long know, as it sounds you, like that song, <laughs> sort yeah. of. Well, it's all been heard before, just in a variety of different ways. Ways, that's right. 
So mm. I'm one of those guys too. I, I don't know the names of the songs. Yep, yep. I'll pick it up. I'll, I'll know once you start. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I do a lot of that. And um, do, you know, do you know what? I actually enjoy doing that. It it's fun. On my toe. Yeah. It playing with different musos. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I was very pleased to see you at the gumbo room the other week when you came down and had a jam. I, I was, you know... I, Friend of mine, Mario Marino. Yes, he's, he's, I've already interviewed Mario as well. Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a nice, he's a nice guy. <laughs> yes, he's really lovely. Nice guy. And uh, he put a post on um, on Facebook, and uh, he said, "I'm oh, playing at the Gumbo Room. This and that, you know, come down." And I texted him. I said, "You know what? I'm coming down. Awesome. I'm going to come down tonight." And so I went down, and I was, I was, yeah, I was really impressed with the, how they sorted that out mm-hmm. uh, down there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that. Yeah, the front bar still got the jam in it, but they've used the restaurant part as the for the yeah. the actual house band every week. Yeah, mm. yeah, fantastic, mm. fantastic, mm. fantastic. I had a really good night that night. So fantastic. did I. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I did not know you sang. I, honestly, like, I know I'm, that cracked me up. <laughs> I've met you. I saw your time. face, and you were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> find me there on a Thursday evening. I get all that out the way and then I can head on head on down. Yeah. But if not, I'll definitely be there the following week. So yeah. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. And I'll let you know when I'm going. Good. <laughs> and Do if that. you're free, you can come along too. <laughs> yeah, please. Do that, please. All right. Do that. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back on to you again. My God, how how do we keep going back to me? <laughs> Crack up laughing when he hears this, I tell you. <laughs> no, he's always trying to drag me up there as soon as I walk in the door. Come on, die, you can't get up tonight. <laughs> Give me a break, I just want a drink first. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. No, it's good. He's very encouraging, which is lovely to see. You know, you need to include everybody in a jam situation, you know. You do, mm. you do, mm. you do. What do you do, say, when you're filling in with a band and... Yeah. What happens if you can't lock in the pocket with another musician in that band? Uh, how do you say it? Uh, do I, I, I try. I try and 
one, right? He could be the guitarist, he could be the bass player. But, but when, how do you say it? Usually the, the, the band that I go and fit in for, they've been playing around for years and their drummer can't do it for one particular reason or whatever. Mm. So usually it's pretty cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as, a, as a structure, uh, as a band structure. Mm. So really, I've really got to sort of open my ears and try and find their, po- their pocket, not one particular person. Everybody should, you know, get out there and do one occasionally because it really does help, and it's wonderful because you get to meet so many um, different musicians as well. Yes, yes. You know, play with people that you ordinarily wouldn't get the chance to play with. So yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly right. Mm. You know, I've just gone back to the the gov there. I saw Theo. I'm thinking Theo fucking ages. Well, he's the host of the jam. <laughs> up he, he'll play um guitar he'll play bass he'll play drums all rounders yeah yeah and he's and good fun goes. and he's always and yeah goes. good fun to yeah. be around yeah definitely yeah. are there any um musicians here uh that you've seen you know gone to see play in different gigs that you'd actually like to have an opportunity to play with Yeah, uh, rock, yeah. And, rock and roll. So, yep. and, and Julian jumped the chance. So, so 
second on call with uh, with Vince. Awesome. But, yeah, so you know, it's fair. I, I think you know we're all there to do, to do the the right thing. Yeah, and you share uh, around that. No, that's really you share great. Around, you know, yeah, you yeah. share the love. You know, yeah. there are there are people out there that wouldn't do that. I know. I disagree too. I think it, it yeah. is meant to be shared, and everybody should be able to participate. So you know, good on yeah. you for being that sort of person that promotes that. Well, thanks. So, so, uh, you know, because like, you know, I was saying before, you know, like no one gave us a go when we, when we were younger. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and these are the chances. You know, give them a go, man. You yeah. know, like what's, what's the big deal? What is the big deal? We're all here for the same reason. We're all artists. We're all there to create good time and and. Uh, for the audience, you know, for the audience. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah. And for our own self at the end of the day as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, Nick, how many drum kits do you have now? <laughs> at the moment, I've got six. Six? <laughs> six, drum, six drum kits. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Which yeah. one's your favourite? you to set up and pull down after a show? Uh, you know, setting it up, you know, a good 20 minutes, half hour, easy. But do you beat the guitarists? Because they can uh, take a long time to tune. I'm being cheeky there. My partner's a guitarist. Sorry. <laughs> Right, but no, not really. Bloody crazy! but it's hard at the end of the night, guys. It's hard. That's probably the worst bit. Yeah, at the end of the night. Yeah, end of the night. 
night. You know, you've done you've done your work. You know, you you've set it up. You've done your gig. You, you know, all the emotions go through, and you know, you're hyped up. But at the end of the night, you you're drained. You're yeah. Drained. Yeah. Yeah. Roadies. 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 Yes. Where are those roadies? <laughs> In, in um, lots of compliments and smiles when you help them pack, help him pack up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, we'll let you get in the gig for free. Yeah, that's right. A beautiful concert. It'll be fantastic. We'll go around Australia too if you like. <laughs> oh, dear. You've got to laugh, don't you? Earlier about your um, recording with Dino, yes, that was a lot of fun. So, how does current day recording methods compare to the beginning when you, you first went into a studio? Well, I remember the first times you know going into a studio. You know, you're walking in and it's a, and it's a, how do you say your eyes are just oh God, you can splash me. And you see this big desk, and you have no idea what's what's going to happen, or what to do, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And it's just it's just overwhelming as, as such. It, um, look, don't get me wrong, I love recording. It's just it's a different it's just a different animal, complete mm. different. Well, at the moment, I'm doing a lot of home studio recordings. Yeah. So a lot of people have got their own, you know, computers and. You can, and it yes. Sounds great. Yeah. And it sounds great. You don't have to go to the, the big studios and the, uh, you know, where there's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, you know, uh, of uh, equipment and all that sort of stuff. Right, um, well, I'm actually at Dino's place. I've got uh, drum kits and that set up there, and he does his thing, and we do a little bit with MIDI, we do a little bit with uh, with microphones, we do. Yeah, so that's completely different. He, I think he uses a program called Logic. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, so we just ordered right at his place. Um, and to be honest, it's like, I'm not sure if you've been to a studio, you know? Yes, I have, like, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you've been to a studio, you've got to pay, right? Every day you go there, you pay for engineers and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you book yourself in from, just say, what a week in the studio. So you put yourself in Monday and you finish on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, if you're not on fire on Monday to Sunday, you'd say you could be on fire on Wednesday. So th- those two days were not lost, but you're sort of like, you're, you're, you're trapped in those sort of days in yeah. that week. Yeah. Uh, but at home, like, it seems like it's more comfortable. There's not that, that rush factor. There's that, Yeah. Uh, and 
we started recording um, probably in March, right? Some uh, song ideas that we had and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably on the half um, end of it now, but um, we've got a song coming out in New Year's Eve, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, our first single's coming out. But in saying that, we from our first song that we recorded in there, choices <laughs> because not everybody can afford that studio time either you know to play with so you really want to be on the ball pretty quick don't you nowadays that's great isn't it Yeah. Yep. Nick, 
How did you end up becoming the drummer in an Elvis tribute band? Okay, so I, I've been playing around town for, for a long time. And um, the guitarist was a, is a friend of my brother's. Mm. And I've known the guitarist for a long time as well. So And, and Mark as well. The singer of... Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. Mm. Mark Anthony. Mm. So... on you know the person that you are and yeah. that they you know obviously a good indication that they've they've got the right drummer yeah you know you did you did the homework and you were there ready to go you know and that's what yeah. that's what you want with your family as well, wouldn't it? They'd be Elvis fans. <laughs> the good Italian boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you good little Italian boy, you. <laughs> well, oh. Yeah, the 
there are people that actually still choose to get around looking like that without being Elvis impersonators, you know. So, yeah. It's amazing. Mm. I know. A, I used to be in a band called Sally and the Hired Help. Yeah. That, and it was a rockabilly, rockabilly cover band just doing rockabilly music, right? Mm-hmm. And I did that for five years, I reckon, four years, five years. And uh, I swear, man, of the, the first show that I did with those guys... It was an absolute eye-opener. You start playing, right? I don't know if you remember that cartoon, the the, uh, Three Little Pigs and the Big Box. Three Little Box. Three Little Box, box, it was called, yeah. This is exactly what happened. As soon as you start playing, they just run on that dance floor and they're just like doing their thing. Yep, it's true, yes. (laughs) And they dress like it, they Mm -hmm. live like it, they... It runs through their veins. It does, veins. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 It's like, and it's the same with the Elvis Like People dress up, like, with, that, with the, some costumes, and they live the 50s, 60s, rockabilly era, you know? It's, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, it puts a whole different feel on the gig, doesn't it? It does. You know, people are smiling. That's what, that's what you're, as an artist, that's what you want. Yes, you want to see that people are enjoying themselves. Yeah, <laughs> mm. I don't know. It makes you play even better. Like, I, I think. Yeah, it does. It does. It brings out the best, the um, the best yeah. in people. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but I still love playing with Mark uh, to this day. It's just a, uh, you know, he, because he does the Elvis. He does the early Elvis. Yeah. He does the, yeah. He does the movie Elvis, um, and he does his you know his concert years with Elvis. Mm-hmm. You know, so and yeah, I still love still love doing it. It's fantastic. Mm. Playing Ronnie Cup music, like you think, or playing Elvis music, um, is is like you listen to it, and then then when you actually start really listening to it, Ronnie Tart as a drummer, mm. my God, um, I was blown away what he does. He's had he had a great feel, had a great feel. Yeah. He had a lot of he had a lot of chops, but people don't really listen to what he's really doing. So uh, as a drummer, just trying to really listen to what he's doing is he's not too bad I've got to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit challenging in some parts you know mm. but you know yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's good. always good to be doing something that you enjoy yes yes that's what we strive for yeah and I love it too. you know what I mean uh, it's like uh, you know you, sometimes you, when you get out of your comfort zone um, and you actually on the spot here Nick who are your top three local drummers top three local drummers top three been following.
Green, Brody, uh, who else is out there? Uh, I mean, hot dog, can't think of names now. Uh, <laughs> You've no, named a few anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, then you've you got Michael with Mario, Sonny, he's another fucking animal on drums. Mm, Mario. Uh, Mario's son, Michael. Michael, yes. special quality is that you bring to drumming? by finding something new? the beginning of um, your career, yeah. is there a tip that you wish that you had been given then? Sorry, a drum kit? 
No, a tip. Like, you know, if somebody had been able to tell you one thing back then that you needed to be aware of, what would that have been that you would have appreciated? If someone came up to me and said, um, look, man, I could, I could see something in you, right? I can see something in you. Mm. Stick at it and and strive strive for your dreams. That would have been perfect. And that would have, and I think more and more terrorists, if they had said that to me, mm. um, uh, and if, probably other people as well, but if someone actually said that to me, oh, I reckon um, that would have been amazing. That would have been an amazing tip for me. Mm. Mm. You know, sometimes you just need to hear, hear it from someone or something or, you know, just to make you succeed in some way or form, you know, just to... Follow your dreams, follow your goals, follow your, follow your heart, follow your soul. Yeah, you know? yeah. All that sort of stuff. Good but, advice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? Good advice. <laughs> yes. You know, if I see something that uh, that I appreciate, I'll try and say, hey, man, that was really good or, you know. Yes, yeah. You know, people, mm. people sometimes just need to hear that, you know. Mm. They do, they do. Yeah, mm. definitely. Nick, if you could invite any musician... To play a concert with you anywhere in the world, who would you invite? Where would you hold the concert? And what would the band be performing? <laughs> this question is huge. This is huge. It's got everything in it. It everything has. It. it has. Yeah. Look, I'm, I was gonna. I was gonna say Madison Square Gardens or Wembley Stadium. Sounds great. So where are you going to be holding this one? It has to be Wembley Stadium because all the people that we know, they have to come. Yeah, you need that massive stage. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Okay, Nick, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Well, we'll have to include information about that in the description of the podcast. Okay. You might pick up some more students. Okay, that'd be great. (laughs) Come learn to play the drums with Nick. That's right. (laughs) Nick's cool. (laughs) Oh, Nick's cool, yeah, man, just go there. Yeah. (laughs) 
all this world and letting people hear um, or oh, myself playing drums but also playing songs that that uh, new original uh, with a great heart and soul in there in, in the in the song yeah that, that's my dream sounds like a pretty good dream to me oh, I hope it all comes together <laughs> <laughs> something bad enough you've got to do all the right things to get there yeah you've got to work on it you have to nothing get no, you don't get nothing on a silver platter no no you don't without the work <laughs> without the work unless your parents have got a shitload of money right <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't here no not around here <laughs> next Nick, are you endorsed by a drum or cymbal company? Yeah, Zilly's. Zilly Cymbals. Zilly Cymbals, okay. Well, Aiden. Aiden, yes. I've heard Aiden. his name come up quite a bit in these conversations. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, when, we, when I first met him, I was doing a show at the Bridgeway Hotel. Uh, I was doing a show at the Bridgeway Hotel, and, that, and he uh, texted me a couple of days before, and he showed me his symbols and whatnot. Uh, this is a few years back now. Mm. And he's, he's a very, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. But anyway, after that show, that he videotaped it. And then from that day on, we struck up a relationship. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, what I can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> so he had his symbols in, or he had his, he had his symbols in a lot of places. Uh, where I know of, he had him in Derringer's music, uh, he had him in Ceres music, um, and then places in Melbourne and in Sydney. Uh, but anyhow, I was, uh, anyway, we come up to a, an agreement of some sort, and and I'm using his symbols to this day. Excellent. And, yeah, and just, just before we had lockdown, I did a show in the Gold Coast, uh, at the Star Casino. Mm. And so I, I bring his symbols everywhere I go. Anyway, so at the end of the night, the, I had the front of the house engineer, I had the stage engineer, I had his roadies, I had the roadies come up, coming up to me at the end of the night and said, man, what are these symbols? And I said, these are Ziddy's symbols. And I started talking about symbols. He goes, man, they're the best symbols that I've heard for a long time. Mm. Man, what a... What a great endorsement that was, man. Like, like, as soon as I got back from the Gold Coast, I, I rang up the Well, see, you're a great um, ambassador for the symbols, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> see? <laughs>
people, so which is great. Yeah. It's a good relationship. Excellent. Relationship. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so what about drums? You you haven't got a sponsor, no? I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not endorsed by anyone. I haven't. I haven't tried either. Yeah. There you go. So if any drum, you know, companies, uh, representatives yeah. are listening, <laughs> mix up for some drums. <laughs> I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Uh, no, but I was, I was speaking to, uh, was it, about two weeks ago, I met someone who's endorsed by Remo. Uh, he's got his own stick brand. Um, uh, what else has he got? He's got uh, cymbals as well. Mm. He's, got about, he's got about four endorsed. Yeah. Relationships along the way, and don't burn any bridges if you can help yeah, it. Exactly, yeah, exactly right. Exactly <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, we're talking about drummers out there as well. Mm. Uh, what's his I'd love to have a chat with you. We'll pass yes. on the number. <laughs> Before we end our chat today, I'm going to ask Nick 20 quick random questions or as many as we can get through in the space of two minutes to close the interview. Are you ready, Nick? I, was re- I am ready. You are ready? <laughs> you was ready? I was ready. No, I am ready. <laughs> okay. Your time starts now. Name the first single that you purchased. Your favourite band? Jeez. Uh, I love Soundgarden, Living Colour. Uh, That'll do. Name your favourite red hot chilli pepper drummer. Well, Chad Smith. <laughs> from the real band. Quick. Yeah, from the real band. <laughs> Chocolate crackles or fairy bread? Fairy bread. Le- least favourite song to play? Favourite cartoon growing up? Beatbox. Who do you prefer, Fat Elvis or Skinny Elvis? Ooh, Skinny Elvis. The most dicks that you've dropped during a gig? Three. Your favourite TV series? Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. The worst movie you've ever seen? <sighs> I can't think of one now. Okay. First album that you purchased? Are bald men sexier than men with hair? Bald heads. Bald heads. Yeah. Fine dining or takeaway? Fine. What song do you sing in the shower? What song do I sing in the shower? I make up my own songs in the shower. <laughs> the best drum solo in the world? Oh, New Perth. Name a band you wish you'd seen play live. Oh, Rush. Your favourite song? Pick one. So many. Uh, 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 funny vibes, living colour. 
The Nintendo game characters Mario and Luigi were plumbers. Who made the better tradesman? Louis. Louis? <laughs> What's your pet hate? Uh, selfish people. Number one bucket list item. Oh, we've run out of time. Oh, uh, <laughs> I wasn't doing that. <laughs> Thank you once again, Nick, for joining me for the Bandit About podcast today. You've been great to chat to, and I hope that everyone who listens finds this as enjoyable as I did. All of the information and links relating to today's interview can be located in the description field. And please feel free to message me if you have any ideas or requests for future Bandit About podcast guests. And make sure that you subscribe to receive notifications when the next podcast becomes available. Nick, you've been wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you so, 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 so much. Thank you very much. And uh, look, if this interview comes out before Christmas and New Year's, I'd like to thank everybody for listening and also have a beautiful and amazing Christmas and a safe new year and I hope 21 is just going to be absolutely amazing for everybody. So, Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> Thanks for listening everybody. That's it from Banded About proudly supporting live music. Hiya D, just want to let you know, uh, loving your podcast on Spotify. Whoever would have thought that drummers would be such interesting people to listen to? Go figure. But um, really looking forward to your next work, next episode. Uh, Keep up the good work and hopefully we'll catch you at a live venue soon. Cheers. Take care.